Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome to the show, JC. JC, why do we keep doing this? What? People are going to think that we, we like, coordinate our wardrobes or something crazy like that. That's just insane. I I, I promise you, I did not get with JC this afternoon and try to uh, coordinate our wardrobes. We're not even... um, we're not even uh, wearing the same color. So there you go. You got your uh, black Got Liberty shirt. I got my blue Got Liberty shirt. And then you got to say, uh, why, is, why has it got to be black? That's, that's your I'm line. I'm going to leave that alone. That's your line. That's your line. All right. Test one, <laughs> two. Am I on? I'm on. JC is on. JC is on. Thank you for joining us today. Hello to everyone in our chat room. I want to remind everybody that we are doing amazing things here at the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Oh my goodness, JC, maybe you better handle this. How many platforms are we live on now? Well, you can listen on our YouTube channel, obviously, also the Oath Keepers YouTube channel. Then we're live on your Facebook, your Twitter, I think your Instagram also. Yeah, Facebook, live on Twitter and live on Instagram, live on Facebook, all at the same time. And look, I'm not even kidding, JC. Hundreds of thousands of views. That is amazing to me. I'm just. Thank you to Strike TV. Can Strike I say that yet? Strike TV. You can say can thank say you, Strike TV. We run Constitutional America every Saturday at 7 p.m. on Strike TV with the Oath Keepers channel. And those of you who've seen us, you see that they have a really cool opener. Strike TV. And so I'm just, I am so grateful for the crew at Strike TV. They work very hard for us and they love liberty like we do. Mm-hmm. And they are all in like we are. Uh, JC's cutting out early on us today, guys. I'm going fishing. <laughs> so here's the, here's the thing. That's this is, what's up. Okay. So this is how dedicated y'all, this is how dedicated Chris Ann is. Okay. Chris Ann is the. Did you just say y'all? I said y'all. Chris Ann because uh, I'm getting in my fisherman speech, right? Gotcha. So I got to get the y'all thing going on. Chris Ann is the fisherwoman in the family. That is true. I grew up on the water fishing. And I'm staying home <laughs> to do the show. I'm staying home because, guys, I'm going to be on, quite frankly, tonight at 725 Eastern Standard Time. So I'm staying home so we can so I can hang out with y'all and Frank and... Uh, I'm just, yeah, Blue North's going to make fun of me now, y'all. Oh. Yeah, yeah, y'all. That's y'all. my thing. That's why, why, are you, why are you from Missouri <laughs> saying y'all? No, but you know. Because Missouri says you guys, and that's just too many words these days. Right. <laughs> you guys. But you know, I now I fished. I mean, I oh. fished a lot. I fished as a kid. But when I grew up, it was, uh, you know, we sat on the bank of the Suwannee River or on the bank of the lake on a five-gallon bucket. With a cane pole. And a bobber. <laughs> yeah. But you, like, you grew up yeah. on the Mississippi with yeah. your dad. You were daddy's girl. Daddy's and, girl. And, of course, he, Hank is, like, a fishing fiend. A fiend. And so you, you know, you know all the stuff. Chris Ann is, is a fishing expert. So, no <laughs> joke, because I, like I said, I fished with a cane pole. 
I mean, I've used the reels and stuff, people, but it's, it was somebody handed it to me and I used it. I mean, I can cast and all that stuff, but no joke, I, where we are now, I don't have a fishing pole. We don't have poles with us. I no. had to go grab a couple poles. I actually had to take my wife to the store <laughs> so I would know what to get. Like, I don't know. Where's your cane poles? Like, you know, you're going to fish in salt water, brother. You, that won't work. That's not so, going to work. So I had, I mean, I was like, that was pretty. She goes, no, that line's not going to hold up. Oh, then I just stepped back and she said, this one. In fact, I'm looking at the whole, like, I'm looking at the package. Like, hey, dear, they got a pole and this and the, the reel and the rod and they got a little box of tackle hook to it. Like, oh, she's like, okay, we're going to get the bare pole. Then I will pick out a real for you you know so anyway i'm i'm not proud i'm just you know just not was not my experience yeah 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 so my for my fishermen came out came pulling a bucket that's me for my for my fishermen out there we keep maxing out the speakers today it's, this is this mic we got to get rid of this mic and get another one of those do it dude do it do it so all the fishermen out there uh i got them a couple ugly sticks and a good uh and two good reels they should be good to go out there my problem is is that i don't i'm not a i'm not a saltwater fisher person oh now right? noodling i know about that noodling <laughs> i know about noodling right you don't need a pole for that you, you just don't. need a crazy redneck <laughs> and i have plenty of those in my family and in my neighborhood in my in my trailer in our double wide uh they they were plenty of rednecks to go noodling with. So I, I know how to do that. Oh, yes. This is Chris on Howell Show. Liberty over security, principle over party, truth over your personality. We are a teach show and not a talk show. And every once in a while, we'll be teaching about fishing. <laughs> there you go. Seriously, though. I mean, lighten up a little bit. Enjoy your life. Enjoy hey, your house. Enjoy your time. If, if they keep going the way they're going and we don't put the brakes on this thing, yeah, you're going to need to know how to fish. You're going to need to know how to fish. I thought it was hilarious. I saw the pictures of, of the people who wanted to go on the beach while the beaches were closed, right? And so they had their poles with them. And I saw uh, Dina, Dina from Leadership Institute. She, I have been rubbing off on her. She has turned into a complete and total uh, peaceful noncompliance person. I'll let you use the A word. I don't use that A word, but the peaceful noncompliance person. She's like, I went out on the beach. It was illegal. And she said, I was laughing because there was a bunch of girls out there with their son, with their, with their bikinis on and they all had poles because <laughs> in order to be on the beach legally, you have to fish. Uh. Yeah. But they had no line. In their poles. They just had poles with no reels, no nothing. They just so you know, was like. Uh -huh. You know, there's a similar, maybe a little off degree, but th there's a similar law as far as if you do this, if, while you're doing this, you can do this. So in Florida, you can open carry. Florida is not an open carry state. Mm -hmm. But if you're fishing or going to and from fishing, mm -hmm. you can open carry. So that's one of the things. If I'm going fishing, like I don't care about anything else. You know, give me my holster, my pistol. Uh, like, I'm going to do that on purpose. And a, a lot of, in Florida, a lot of the um, deputies and those guys, the peace officers, um, they they don't know that. Like, many mm -hmm. don't know. You've seen yeah. guys harassed. you got to take the statute. And this is yeah. part of the how-to. You've got to print out that statute and take it. So I have my fishing pole. 
My yes, weapon. Yes, Heather. The Scarecrow Fisherman the was statue. hilarious. You saw that, that right? That was funny. Oh, my goodness. That person deserves some kind of an award. If I knew who did that, I would buy them dinner or something. That was absolutely hilarious. If you didn't see that. So what they did was they, they somebody, some anonymous person. Um, so what? let me put it this way. The first picture you see is somebody standing on the beach illegally with a bucket and a pole. Then the next picture you see, three police officers standing away from them, kind of wondering what they're going to do. So the, the person's in a, a fishing cap and fishing gear, and he's got a pole and gloves and all this other stuff, right? And so then the next picture you see them going up, and they're standing around the person with the fishing pole. And the next picture you see is the person with the fishing pole is actually a stuffed scarecrow. <laughs> But you couldn't tell from behind. But you couldn't tell from behind, so the officers had to actually walk up. Now, so these the officers are still, got trolled. They by got a trolled. So they, this is the, this is it. This is still pictures. But can you picture it, JC? Hey man, what you doing out there? Hey man, what you doing out there? Why aren't you answering me? I asked you a question. I just asked you a question. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. A See, video of them tasing the scarecrow because he was being uncooperative. Uncooperative. Absolutely. I absolutely love the ingenuity of liberty. Yeah. Love Re the rebellious ingenuity. ingenuity. Oh, rebellious ingenuity is beautiful. If you want to know about true rebellious ingenuity, you need to read a book called The Desperate Sons uh, about the sons of liberty. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah. And it will uh, it'll give you a whole new lease on life about uh, what a peaceful protest actually meant to the people who, oh, you posted that. The peaceful, pro, the peaceful protest meant to the people who are actually uh, wrote the First Amendment. Yeah. You going to show that picture up there? Yeah, I, and I don't want to derail the show. Like, we no, had no, no, show notes, good, and good. let's do this, no, and good, now we're, we're, good, we're, good, we're, good. we're just kind of <laughs> flowing. We're flowing. Um, we can flow for a few minutes. We're good. But you reminded me, so thinking about the officers being trolled on the beach with a with a scarecrow you know uh dressed up like a fisherman i don't know if you guys have seen the story the headline so the uh, the media was breathlessly reporting these armed gunmen in raleigh in a raleigh subway shop terrorizing people and uh and, and then the one writer says it gives a guy with a uh uh, a pipe wrench over his shoulder gives the gives the Hitler salute. Now I watched the video. It looked like he 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 like waves, sort of waves at the guy. Yeah. So yeah. you lift your hand in any way, you're given you're given the salute. But anyway, because the dumb just get so dumb. they were freaking out. <laughs> these and you look at the picture like this guy's got an AT4. He's got a rocket launcher. Uh, Twice now, I almost over his like strap and hanging off his back. Some other guy's got. You know, there's this machine gun that looks like a, a hundred millimeter, you know, I mean, it, this massive, um, scary, scary weapon. So obviously domestic terrorist, you know, terrorizing people in the town. So if you haven't seen it, uh, here's here's the picture. Right. This is one of the one of the people. And you, you can go and look at the guy with the rocket launcher. Same deal. So if you look closely at this scary gun scary gun hugely scary gun. this is like a carved out 
piece of four by four. It is a four by four. It's wood. It's a right? pine four this, by four. This is this is like a, a literally a log. Like he took a, a, a tree. You can see the kind of yeah. ripple still in like the a, log. A pine, thing, like a like young pine tree. He cut a sapling down and, you know, uh, shaved it, whittled it, whatever. The bottom here, this is crazy. You know what the bottom is? Look look closely at... horseshoe. Yeah. It, it is it looks, a horseshoe? It is not a horseshoe. It's a ginormous horseshoe. It, is, it is the ring <gasps> yes, for a toilet. It is, isn't it? The wax where you put like, the wax like ring, where you put the wax. Clydesdale off. foot. And yeah. and obviously, so this is the other end of the barrel. PVC pipe. It's a piece of PVC painted black. This almost looks like a guard, like the end of a, a rake, a, a rake. thatch rake. Yeah. Right. So it's basically plumbing supplies, PVC and, and wood. wood. And so the whole the media and the public totally trolled. Uh, by these guys with with fake weapons. The, I, I don't even know if the pipe wrench the guy was carrying was real. It was probably a plastic pipe wrench. The but people are so stupid <laughs> and they were freaking out. I, I saw all these articles all of a sudden in The Guardian and, and all the, you know, Look at these crazy, and, and then the, just the comments. They're Americans and their guns and all these people walking around. This terrorists and I mean, just constant idiots. Total, total idiots. What well, was funny, they were caught, what do they call them? Um, because they were going into the Subway sandwich shop. Mm -hmm. So they were calling him Meal Team Six. <laughs> <laughs> Man, but that, uh, it's just, I was dying. See? Dying. Because I look, ingenuity I, of rebellious liberty. I but I saw, I saw that. First, I saw the headline, and then I saw the pictures, and I saw the guy. Well, my first reaction, the guy's, you know, pretty big guy, and he's got the AT4, and I thought, Whoa, that is cool. He has a rocket launcher. I want one of those. Where do you get that? Yeah. And then yeah. I look closely. There were some stickers on it. It said safe and inert. And you start looking closely and I'm like, what's going on? And I look at the four pictures they have and I see that guy. And on his, on his weapon, I see wood grain in a place that shouldn't be wood grain. Then I notice the muzzle and I'm like, what's going on here? And I realize these guns are fake. It took me... All of 15 seconds to figure that out. <laughs> and they had editors. Yeah. Okay. So they actually had editors <laughs> who was, looked at this stuff. Went through AP. Wrote through, the, they wrote articles. The AP had sent editors it on it. World. Sent it around the world. <laughs> How do you get over something oh. like that? How do you get out of something like that? Idiots. All right. So there's a, a bit of news. I had. I wanted to talk about this yesterday. We ran out of time yesterday, but... This is a big deal, and there's so many things going around this uh, that we need to understand. This is such a rich, rich teaching moment. So let me let me give you the backdrop. The governor of South Dakota, Governor Christy Noem, she refused to lock things down in South Dakota. Now, the local counties did some lockdown, but the governor refused to lock down the state. And as a whole, the state of South Dakota was did well with COVID, right? So they went with the herd immunity mentality and and the basically we're going to protect the private rot property rights of the people and I'm not going to violate the South Dakota Constitution, you know, for this fear mongering. So um, she let the counties do what what they think they needed to do and what the people allowed them to do. 
Now, what happened was the Sioux tribe, which has tribal land within South Dakota, set up checkpoints on the state highway within the tribal reservations. Okay, so what you have then is the uh, South Dakota Highway that runs through the tribal lands. And the, the Sioux tribe said, we are having more trouble with COVID than anybody else. So we're going to set up a checkpoint and we don't want people on our tribal lands unless they've been, uh, unless they've been tested and we need to prevent the spread of, co of COVID on the tribal lands. Now, the problem now becomes an ownership deal, right? Who owns... Right, so the corona stuff notwithstanding. Not, the corona right? stuff so, notwithstanding. So they're reasoning, you know, the checkpoints. So right. we, we all know that's total garbage. Right. But their authority their to do authority that... Their authority to do that. Okay, so this is the complication that we have. What we've forgotten uh, about the tribal lands is that Indian tribes, and I, I don't know how any other way to say this, but then to just say it, Indian tribes are foreign countries that are set within, within our states. So it'd just be like France sitting in, our, in, in the middle of South Dakota. A tribal land, they're a nation of their own, and they're sitting within the, the state of South Dakota. So the question then becomes, yes, we understand that this tribal land is a sovereign nation. The governor of South Dakota cannot issue orders and rules and, and rule over the tribal lands. They're a separate sovereign nation. But who owns the road? Is it state highway? Is it tribal lands? If it's cutting through the tribal lands, did we get an easement? I mean, we're talking about property rights here. Did we get an easement to cut through those lands? And and because they're a sovereign nation. Because they're a sovereign they're nation. A sovereign like nation within that eminent state. domain, right? So eminent domain, we would have to have a treaty with the foreign nation of the Sioux tribe, saying, okay, we're going to. Uh, According to this treaty, we're going to take this land and make a highway through for the benefit of everyone. Here's the thing. The question I think would be the greatest, uh, the, the greatest indicator of who owns the land is who's writing the traffic tickets there. Now, I know because I've gotten a ticket driving through tribal land. It's the tribe. It's the tribal the, government, right? The tribal on the off roads. The tribal government writes the lands. Okay. But this is interstate highway. So I don't know. Somebody out there, South Dakota, can tell me. But who writes the tickets on the interstate highways that run through the <laughs> tribal lands? Rick says we'll need to pay back payments. For the easement. Yeah, well. <laughs> you got a long way to go for that. Yeah, no doubt, no was, doubt, I'm no doubt. I'm pretty sure they were there first. Yeah, exactly. So here's the point I'm trying to make. This is not a simple thing. This is not something that can be simply decided. And frankly, if we didn't have, JC, this is the crazy thing. 
If we didn't have a treaty to cut that, it doesn't belong to us no matter who's patrolling it. Yeah. Because we stole it. I mean, shock and awe, the federal government didn't actually, you know, uh, you mean maintain in, in the a sense, treaty in the sense with of the federal that being sovereign land, and then if you just roll through and say we're going to put a road, yeah, exactly. You, have no, you you couldn't just go in Spain and start dropping down roads. Thank you, thank <laughs> you. And the treaty would have to come from Washington D.C. because the Constitution uh, eliminates the ability of states to create treaties with foreign governments. So the treaty has to come from Washington, D.C., from the Senate and the president. Remember, treaties are negotiated by the president, according to Article 2, and it, they are ratified by the Senate. The House doesn't have anything constitutionally to do with treaty. So the treaty would have to come through Article 2 with the, with the, the federal government to negotiate a, a, an easement to run through tribal land. So this could open up a whole quagmire of issues. I don't know how, <laughs> you know, I don't know how big that'll be considering the federal government is not best known for maintaining their treaties with the sovereign Indian nations. Right. Right? I can't tell. I'm, but the fact that you do. It's probably easier to, main, to name the treaties they've kept right. than the number but, that they But the fact that you, you made, you know, the, 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 Right, the states through their central right. government made the agreement yes. that we're gonna, you will be a sovereign nation. Then everything has to flow from that. Yes, everything from there has forward. to flow from that. So, so the governor of South Dakota, which needs by the to way, that's it should be the same with the states, like yes. the very same relationship that that the federal government would have to have with the Sioux Nation. That's actually the same relate how it should work with any state, right? Because they're 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 essentially a separate state within that state, except for the fact that the states that are in the union have the contractual agreement of the Constitution. Constitution. You know, so certain powers are delegated to the federal government, and those powers that are delegate give delegated gives us the federal government a superior authority over those powers, right? But the Sioux Nation is not part of our union. They have no standing agreement with the federal government. So this is what a mess. This is a is. mess. This is absolutely a mess. But it's a good. I think, and I think the reason why you're bringing up mm -hmm. it's a good object lesson, right? For the notion of state sovereignty, how the states are supposed to function. You got right. some of the same issues, right. Where you know, what, what is supposed to be, putting aside the other stuff, what is supposed to be uh, our federal, the federal government, uh, the creation of the states, which does only what we told them they could do. Right. And here, here is how you're supposed to go out, go about doing what you do. And here's another example where they, they go willy nilly, make it up as you go, do whatever they want to do. And so they, maybe it's an overstatement, but in, in a similar way, they mistreat the states mm -hmm. and their sovereignty the same way they abuse the sovereignty of the sovereign Indian nations. Yeah. So here's here's the thing we've, that that really and and I, I don't know that this is actually going to happen. This level of discovery uh, will actually happen. But number one, 
again, the treaty has to be made for an easement to go through the property of, of the sovereign nation. Yeah. If the treaty doesn't exist, then you have a big problem. Because then what you actually have is that we built a road through their land to which they have the authority to, they actually have the authority to do what they're doing because we to don't close have the, the easement. Borders. If we have an easement via story. treaty, it's a totally you have different a story. Because you have a contractual agreement. Well, here's good questions that, again, I think point to the problem with the states. Like Richard says, do the reservations finance themselves? Do they have a sovereign economy? We see the same thing in the states, the very right. same things that erode the sovereignty of the states, this entanglement mm -hmm. with the federal bureaucracy right. that that has evolved, has been created. And you don't want to open up that kind issues. of questioning and in, in say that the, the Indian nations, you know, don't have a leg to stand on because those, like you said, those very same questions could be asked about our states. Yeah, and used for precedent. We have the... Uh, in our states, we have the capability of having an independent in, uh, economy. We have the ability to be sovereign and independent in in our uh, survival, yeah. right? But we don't well, because it, we've been brainwashed into thinking that we need the federal government to survive. And it's all the all of these legal entanglements and and you know m mixing and convoluting where y you intermingle particularly with the flow of money and taxes with the states, the federal government, the reservation, so-called. And so then you have, just like in the states, well, the states take this federal money. Well, the, the Sioux Nation takes this federal money. And so the same thing, all these are that, that uh, camel's nose in the tent. Uh, that's why I think it's such an interesting topic because the very, I think the things you see mm -hmm. and the arguments we would make relative to that situation uh, are the same things happening with the states, and and I think more disguised or you know maybe not noticed. Like people people automatically ask these questions mm -hmm. about uh, the reservation when this kind of thing comes. Up. Oh, what about this? What about that? But most people never broach those questions. Right. When the federal government is doing the same things to the states. Yeah. It's never questioned. You know what, JC? I have a video to so play fascinating. that has sound on it. And I got to go fish. And I'm sad because the video I'm playing is for you. Come on, do it. Um. Well, but did you didn't check the sound, did you? I, I didn't. It should. Okay. Should so be the same. I want you. I want you to. We're gonna play this. I want you to listen. I heard it earlier. I you think did it's hear it. outrageous, and okay. it ought to be a. So here we go. Now. Violent alarm. Before you freak out. If you haven't seen this yet, this is not America. This is Canada. Coming okay? But to a you heard you. the testimony on this show, the announcement on this show from Ventura County, California. Right? You heard that. This is what Ventura County said is going to happen across America. It's already happening in Canada. Dear Jesus, make this work. That's no problem. You can record I, I don't need. I don't need you. Uh, Do you want to set it up? Am what? I okay to talk? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. So as a result, as a result of speaking to my partner, oops. I prefer to stand if you're okay with that, please, and thank you. 
After speaking to our, my partner yesterday, there's some concerns for your safety, right? We understand what your 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 yep your standpoint, right? The reason why you're doing what you're doing is to to take a stand against the city, correct? Not the city, government. The government. Okay, yes, the government. But as you know, what I can say from one person to another, human. How you said yesterday, from one human to another, it's. Oh wait, 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 wait! You're saying you're human. Yeah. Tell you me one. You just tell me one thing. You do as a human. Breathe. No. Sorry. All animals breathe. Okay. Okay. Keep doing. I'm just let you know. Keep trying. You're, no, you're, you're not you human. You ask me a question. I answer it. You're not human. Okay. So as a result. Wait a second. You're saying you're human. I'm saying you're not human. Mm -hmm. You have to become human. Okay. Very difficult. Okay. No problem. See. That's how you identified yourself outside. You so serve. You serve corrupted government. You're part of that big system. Okay. You come in here like this. Mm -hmm. Are we are we so dangerous to you? Look at us. I hope not. I hope I hope everything goes smoothly. What? I don't know you. My job. I have to make sure that I protect myself and protect everyone that I'm dealing with. Right. Yes. Protect himself and protect everybody else, but they're not wearing masks. He's got gloves on, but no masks, right? See, this is how imbecilic this whole thing is. And what you're going to see is that they, they come in and they try to be all nice and all reasoned. And, and uh, we're just here. We got a call that, that you, were, you were actually uh, uh, connected with somebody who tested positive. And so now we're here to ask you to come and, and get tested. That's they, the wait a second, wait a second. Yesterday, a bunch of your colleagues came mm -hmm. and also on a, like almost SWAT team. You should bring tanks next time. Yeah, you can let them know that. Yep. You know, and, uh, My boss is here as well, just so you know, he was... Oh, why, why is it Sharae? Why, why this guns? Why this... You like guns? Yeah, this is... Yeah. This is my uniform. This is what they gave me to wear every day. Yesterday they told us, oh, we're going to check on you again. Yep. I'm like, come, but come, come so like that, this. Come yeah. at least like this, we're like good. her. Yeah. She, she's not a police officer. Just you know, I'm a mental health worker with St. Joseph's Hospital. We are part of a specialized unit, the Rapid Response Unit with Hamilton Police Services care. and St. Joseph's Hospital. But That's why I'm dressed Come on this, this normal clothes. So I don't know if you've noticed... But these people are Russian, okay? They know what this is, what's happening here. His question is, why are you coming at me with this kind of martial array? Why are you coming at me dressed like a SWAT team? He said, they told me you were going to come and check on us. Why do you got to come looking like this? And he points over to the lady who's, who's there, who's obviously there from the hospital. Oops, sorry. To become human. Okay. Okay. No problem. See? That's how you identified yourself outside. You so serve, you serve corrupted government. You're part of that big system. Okay. You come in here like this. Mm -hmm. are, we, are we so dangerous to you? Look at us. I hope not. That's what he said. Are you so dangerous to us? And then his answer. Are you freaking kidding me? I hope not. What? What? Are you so dangerous? Are we so dangerous that you have to come looking like this? And the only thing that this officer can come up with is, I hope not. See, this is the mentality that we're dealing with with these people. 
I hope, it, I hope oh, everything God. goes smoothly. What? I don't know you. My job, I have to make sure that I protect myself and protect everyone that I'm dealing with. Right? Yesterday, That's the purpose. Wait a second, wait a second. Yesterday, a bunch of your colleagues came mm -hmm. and uh, also on a, like almost SWAT team. You should bring tanks next time. Around. You come cooperatively. No. Okay, so hypocrite. here we go. Yeah. You're yeah. into the question. Because you're seeing it's for our safety. Let me back up just a little okay. bit. I don't believe I am. That's your that's your that's your opinion. You're entitled to your opinion. You are evil. Okay, that's your opinion. You don't know forcefully me. Forcefully to take us to hospital. Well, are I you don't kidding want, me? I don't want to do it forcefully. That's why I'm hoping that you'll assist me. I don't want to forcefully take you to the hospital. I'm hoping that you'll go quietly. That you'll assist me. Oh heck no! You better become ready to force me. Now, these people are Russians. They know what's going on here. Okay, this is the sad thing. I cannot imagine. Let me just let me just give you my face here. I should probably scoot over now that JC's gone and put this in here, right? Let me let me just give you my heart at this moment. Because I don't know, some of you may be new to us, Somebody, some of you may not know all of our background, but JC and I uh, were Russian linguists in the military. And we went to the premier language institute in the entire world called the Defense Language Institute where we learned Russian. Now, we not only had to learn how to read, write, speak Russian, we had to become culturally fluent as well. And all our instructors are native Russians, with the exception of a few military instructors. JC was actually so good at the Russian language that he was an instructor himself. That's how we met. Anyway, that's a little different story. These people, I cannot... Let me, let me repeat this. I cannot imagine the distress, the gut-wrenching stress that they're feeling right now, experiencing in a new, in Canada, let's just say, experiencing in Canada what they thought was only a tyrannical history of Russia. This is this is so crazy. I I can't even believe this. Listen. That's a hypocrite. Why am I a hypocrite? Because you're forcing me. Because yeah. you're saying it's for our so safety. So what, what this is saying? Yes, you're right. This is forcing us to make you go to the hospital. That's right. Forcing us to make you go to the hospital. No, I'm sorry. A piece of paper doesn't force anyone to do anything. If you uh, excuse the vernacular, grew a pair, Mr. Police Officer, you would see that you have a choice and you're exercising that choice. That's what these are. These are we don't care. Who says this is us? So is what that... I'm asking is that you come cooperatively. No. Okay. No. Well, and no. I would, I, would not, I would rather not go hands-on with you. I don't want to force you physically. Wow. This form, guys, just, and I'm a mental health worker, okay? I'm not a police officer. This is an involuntary examination of hospital. What this means is it's not in the police discretion any longer or as a mental health worker. This form is valid. So That's baloney, people. That is absolutely 
stinking baloney. And if they try to pull that crap here in America, I don't know about Canada, right? I haven't actually sat down. I've looked at the Canadian Constitution. I haven't sat down and studied it. But what she's saying, if if they try to pull that crap here in America, this is stinking baloney. Don't let anybody tell you that this is outside of my hands. I don't have any discretion anymore. I'm sorry. We don't live in a kingdom, and I don't care if you're a police officer or not every single person who wears a uniform in these united states takes an oath to the constitution of the united states and the constitution of your state that oath gives you a responsibility and a duty to say i will not enforce that just following the law just following, just enforcing the law, just doing what I'm told is what slaves do. Just doing what I'm told, I'm just enforcing the law, is not something that worked in Nuremberg, so do not. And I'm, I'm teaching, this is our teaching moment here, because Ventura County, California says this is coming to America. So I want you to learn from this. This is a teaching moment. I want you to experience this. I want you to take this as a training session. Like when we do, when we do our training with uh, Larry, we have In Defense of Liberty coming up in September. Uh, we're going to be talking about that very soon. Probably before this week is out, we're going to be talking about In Defense of Liberty. Our training, which is not only training on the right to keep and bear arms as a natural right, but actual physical hand-to-hand self-defense, gun retention, firearms training with the premier firearms instructor in America. His name is Larry Stevenson. He goes by the name of the Bearded Black Cowboy. And what we do in that class is we put you in real-life situations, real-life stressful situations, so you can experiencing, experience them in a training environment so that when you experience them in the real world, it's not the first time. That's why I'm showing you this video. I want you to see what's coming your way if you don't get control of your state, if you don't get control of your local government, if you don't get control of your police chief, if you don't get control of your sheriff. You need to study what we're doing here right now. I want I want to give you homework, okay? This is homework. You need to watch this video. You need to sit down and watch this video with your family members, your friends, and anybody close to you. And you need to decide now, in a training environment, what are you going to do? Okay, because I'm going to tell you what. This situation that you're watching is not happening in the Hall family household, and I will tell you why once we get through this. So don't you let any officer tell you this is outside in America. I don't know about Canada. Don't let any officer in America tell you this is outside of my discretion. I don't have a choice. That is malarkey. That is bull out of the highest degree. And what that person is telling you when they're standing in front of you and saying, I don't have a choice, what they're saying is, I'm a slave 
and I have no mind of my own and my promise to the people to support and defend the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of my state is an empty promise and I'm a big fat liar. Bottom line, big fat liar. If an officer stands in front of you and says that, and I guarantee you that's going to be the conversation at the household of the Hall family as well. Only I'm going to, when we get done, I'm going to show you why this is not, this is not going to be a scene at the household of the Halls. So let's keep going here for a second. Off by justice of the peace. They cannot walk away. It's involuntary examination, not admission, examination. They cannot walk away. I'm sorry. I don't see anybody with a gun at their head in uniform. See, this stuff makes me so angry. There's look at this scene. Let's look at this. Right. Here's the lady. Seriously, she's got a flak frickin vest on and she works for the hospital. No wonder the guy says, am I so dangerous to you that you have to come dressed like that? Will you come to the household of the halls, maybe? Look at this guy. Seriously. Is somebody holding a gun to his head? Is somebody holding a gun to any of the officers' heads that are in that room? Is, uh, let's scroll back just a hair. Is somebody holding a gun to their head? We cannot walk away? Yes, you can. You can grow a pair and become a morally compelled individual and say, I am not going to participate in a government that enters people's homes and rips them out of their homes without due process because of some hospital order. Did you notice the lady said, this is a hospital order. Excuse me, I did not elect anyone at a hospital and delegate to that person in the hospital to give you any authority to issue orders over me with the authority and the power to take away from me my life and my liberty. So remember, this is dropping this in America. Because I'm not, I'm seriously, I I want you to experience this. You need to sit down and use this as a training tool. Now, what's funny is this dog starts barking because you know how dogs are. And he's a German, German shepherd. He is feeling the tensions rising. This dog is getting upset. Okay. He knows that his owner is not happy. He knows that this is not happening. Right. And he's trying to do what dogs do, distract. He's trying to do what he has to do. But he's letting people know, I'm not happy with the way this is going. You guys need to do something about this. I understand what you think. I do not believe that's happening in Canada, which we have lots of material for, you know, people. You're fascist. I don't agree. That's, I'm, I'm, igno- I'm acknowledging. All right, we're going to go ahead and skip over this because the dog is is not happy. I'm this lady. I'm going to tell you what you would have to physically restrain me because I would slap her in her face. Thank you. In a nonviolent, 
peaceful non-compliance yeah. kind what of way. What did you do? Okay, it's just in the bathroom for now, just so we get things sorted out. Yeah. Listen, guys. Put the I dog in the bathroom. You don't want to go? Okay. I completely respect that. No, you it's don't. Okay, wait a minute. This is double speak. I know you don't want to go. I completely respect that. No, you don't. You freaking coward in a uniform. If you respected that, you would walk out the door. Am I triggering some people? Am I actually, you know, making some people angry by pointing out that what you're viewing is straight up tyranny? And people with the words police on their chest ought not be tyrants. This stuff makes me mad. I'm sorry. I don't mean to to offend anybody, but if you're offended, good. You need to be offended. You're going to have to go to the hospital. Then you talk to the doctor, and they make a decision, okay? We don't want to get hurt. You don't want to get hurt. We don't want to get hurt. You don't want to get hurt. Do you know what that tells me right there? What it's, somebody tell me right now in the chat room, what does that say to you? We don't want to get hurt. You don't want to get hurt. We're willing. This is what they're saying. We're willing to shoot you down if you do not obey a doctor's order. Did you hear him? We're going to take you to the hospital and let the doctors decide what we are going to do. No, I'm sorry. If they pull that crap on you in America, you can look at them and say, I'm sorry, I think think you forget. This is a constitutional republic, and doctors don't issue orders that take people's lives, liberties, and properties from them because I didn't elect any stinking doctor, and you can go ahead and go home until you come back with a warrant from a judge that I can appeal. I think I don't... I hate spending all... You're not safe right now? Okay, so once you're in a cruiser, if you decide you want the tenants downstairs to look after the dog, that's fine. We'll, we'll talk about that, okay? But for now, you have to get up. We'll have to go to the cruiser, okay? And you have to go down and talk to the dog. I respect your opinion, sir. Okay? It's not my opinion. I really do. It's the universal truth. Okay. Did you hear that? It's not my opinion. It's my rights. We respect your opinion. See, let me just, let me just bounce off this for a second. If this comes to America, this I respect your opinion garbage, do you know what that's a direct result of? This Marxist leftist ideology that the Constitution is a living, breathing document subject to interpretation by opinions. We've got nobody to blame but ourselves. Teaching up generations of constitutional idiots and then putting them in powerful places where they can decide that our constitution is a is a pile of trash on the floor and it doesn't mean anything unless some higher elite educated black robed dictator or oligarchy of nine says what it says if you've been following us for any amount of time then you remember Cox and Kettler in uh, Kansas, where the judge, the federal court judge looked at us. I was sitting right there in the courtroom, looked at us and said, the Constitution means what I say it means. Um, No, no, that's why it's in writing, you bootlicking idiot. That's why the Constitution is in writing. So we are not subject to what you think it 
means. So this is this is Canada, by the way. Just so you guys know, this is in Canada, but I'm using this as a teaching tool on what we're going to do. Now, we're, we're, we're coming up here on the end, so I want to just go ahead and skip forward and let you see what's happening here because this is our training tool today. Stand up, please, sir, however you want. Can you stand up, please? No. Come on. You'll have to stand up. Can you stand up, please? No. Please do this. No. I beg of you one last time, I'm going to ask you. Stand up on your own. No. Okay. Just put your hands behind your back, please. My butt would have fell to the floor. I'd have gone quadriplegic on these guys. I seriously would have gone quadriplegic. They'd have, they'd, they'd have thought I had a stroke or something. You're going to sick people. I just did this a long time ago. Did you hear him? You're sick people. You are sick people, and I have to agree. This is sick. This is not how moral people operate. What they're doing is completely immoral, completely tyrannical, and they are sick, sick people. And I don't, I don't, maybe this makes people angry the way I'm seeing it. I, I can't help you. But this is absolutely the truth. This is absolutely how this is supposed. This is working. So I want to tell you something, as your teaching tool. Number one. Okay, number one, they would have never actually gotten into the house. Okay, I had the video up there earlier. You want me to? Let me put it up here again. There's the video. Full screen. There's the video. You can see him getting arrested. You can see him. Maybe I forgot to hit the button before, but we've been watching this video. I'm, 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 I'm watching the feed now. I don't know. Maybe it's not. There we go. See? It's up there. It's up there. This is the video. This is Canada. See, you can see the little Canadian police thing up there here you have him being arrested he says you are sick people this is not how a free country is supposed to work brothers and sisters is that okay is that too tight ma'am would you like to these are immoral people. These are depraved people in uniforms. Megalomaniac, power drunk, slaves. Okay, so once we're ready to leave, I'll just open the bathroom door and then. Okay. You understand? We have to. We have to act on. Did you hear that garbage? You didn't have to act that way. He says, I'm a human being. What are they treating him like? I mean, I'm starting to get goosebumps here, people. What exactly is this? If this happens in America, we've nobody to blame but ourselves. And that's the sad fact of it. 
nobody to blame but ourselves. Because we are not Canada. Canada refused to join our independence from Great Britain. Quebec, we invited Quebec to be part of these United States of America. We actually left a hole open for them so they wouldn't even have to petition to be part of our union like every other state entering the union. We said we want Quebec to be part of us. Break free from the tyranny like we are. Declare no more kings like we are. And you can come be with us. And Quebec said, no, we're going to stick with our king. Thank you very much. We don't have that heritage, people. Our heritage is a heritage of no more kings. Our heritage is a heritage of no more thugs. Our heritage is a heritage of free people. Where peaceful noncompliance is not an illegal act, it's the right of the people. We don't have governors that govern over us. We govern over our representatives, over those in government. We hold the power. Every state constitution has a provision in it that says, guess what? All civil authority is derived from the people. Now, uh, some of you are talking about H.R. 6666. Go back and watch yesterday's show. H.R. 6666 does not create the federal bill. H.R. 6666 does not create the process of what you're seeing. H.R. 6666 creates the money to pay. It's an appropriations bill from the federal government to hospitals, to schools, to colleges, to nonprofit organizations, including churches. 6666 does not create any process. That process will be created by your local government, and that's why you need to know that. You need to stop being distracted by H.R. 6666 and get your eyeballs open on your state and local government so that you can oppose what they're doing at the state and local government level. Now, I don't know um, what you have here. Uh, How many of you have come in late? How many of you have been watching us for a while? But I have been creating... uh, Camp email and telephone campaigns to help you with your battle at the state and local level. I'm going to show you here at chrisannhall.com one uh, a, a link to to some of the email and phone campaigns that I've created, and then I'm going to sh- then I'm going to let you know that I've create I'm starting to create phone and email campaigns. Right here, email phone strategy for ending stay-at-home orders. Right here, I'm giving you the strategy for that. Not only that, okay, not only that, I have created for you a video on the Chris Ann Hall YouTube channel that teaches you how to open your business constitutionally in, de- in peaceful non-compliance. I'll show you this too. Here it is. This is the Chris Ann Hall YouTube channel. Chris Ann Hall JD. Right there. Right here. A lesson on protecting property rights. 
I can't believe I only have six, 767 views on that. This is free advice from a constitutional attorney on how to protect yourself and your rights as you open your business in peaceful defiance of these unconstitutional stay-at-home orders. Right there. I can't understand why there's only 767 views. As much complaining as we're seeing in America today about the businesses being shut down and you're stealing and robbing my business from me, you need to make sure that you know what to do. If you sit around and wait for the government to allow you to open your business, then you are admitting that you are a slave. Don't be a slave. We're America. We freed slaves a long time ago. We declared ourselves free on July 2nd, 1776. We don't need to be there anymore. My goodness, even the the people who stand generally with the left are standing up. Elon Musk is calling out California for being crazy and saying, I'm going to Texas. When Elon Musk says, I'm going to Texas, you know the world is crazy, at least California. So I'm going to be putting up an email campaign to deal with these contact tracing orders, kind of things that you see, uh, hopefully, you know, we won't see what's happening there, but this is to stop it from happening. Now, these emails are to stop them from happening at the local level before they become orders, before they become law. This is the key, people. You got to get engaged now. You got to exercise your influence now. Don't wait until they pass it. Don't wait until they create a committee to design it. Do it now. Start stepping up now and saying, don't do this. We will not comply. Don't do this. We will get rid of you in the next election. Don't do this. You are asking for more trouble than you think you're asking for. Biting off more than you can chew, as my daddy used to say. Your alligator mouth is overloading your parakeet behind. You're going to be issuing orders that you cannot fulfill. First, if they want to start, because in America, they'll have to start slow. In America, they will have to start slow. Uh, And they will have to choose where they start. Because I'm going to tell you what, they're not going to roll up in redneck North Florida and start ripping people from their homes on COVID virus. That ain't happening. Not without a fight. And I know many of you out there will tell me there's plenty of places like Redneck, North Florida, where it's not going to happen. So they're going to be choosy. They're going to play. They're going to pick. Look, they're going to pick the places that are heavily populated by blue politics because blue politics breeds people who go along with tyrannical rule. Blue politics breeds people with slave mentality, with subject mentality. They'll pick the places with blue politics to start enforcing this. So if you live in a place that is heavily populated with blue politics, I can't help you, man. You made your choices. Maybe time to load up the pickup truck and haul on home. 
But when it starts, it's going to start with surveillance, and they're going to start it with cell phone surveillance. Now, let me share with you some Supreme Court cases before we're done here, okay? This is um, Carpenter v. U.S. This is a decision by the Supreme Court of the United States. And what Carpenter v. U.S. does is destroys the use of cell phones to, I'm sorry, it, it destroys the government's ability to use cell phone data to geolocate you. All right, this is very, very important. So, the Supreme Court 5 to 4 says, government's warrantless acquisition of cell site records violated the Fourth Amendment against unreasonable searches and seizures. Now, what's the key in this case is that the government went to a third party. They didn't actually go to the cell phone company. They went to somebody who purchased the cell phone data from the cell phone company and got it from them without a warrant. And what they said was because it wasn't the cell phone company, it was a third party Privacy no longer was in effect, and therefore your, the, the requirement for a warrant is null and void because a warrant requires an expectation of privacy, and when your data is being sold to a third party, then you no longer have an expectation of privacy. The Supreme Court said no. Your expectation of privacy continues even to third parties. Now, here's the thing they're going to tell you because we're watching this happen in my county. They're saying, okay, well, the hospital purchased this information from the cell phone companies and they're using it. And if you don't want them to use that, then you need to go to your cell phone provider and say, we don't want the third party to use it. We're getting it from the hospital. We're not getting it from your cell phone provider. So we're not, we don't need a warrant and we're not violating any principles here. We're not violating any laws. What they're ignoring is that the Supreme Court specifically has already held on point that you cannot wash away someone's privacy rights by laundering it through a third party. So, yes, yes, a hospital can buy your data from the cell phone company. Yes, a marketing firm can buy your cell phone data from the, the, from the cell phone company. But... The minute that the government wants to use that data, they have to have a warrant. That warrant cannot be a John Doe warrant. That warrant must specifically describe the persons or places to be searched and the persons or things to be seized, which means they must, listen to me, this is very important, they must have a warrant for every single cell phone. Otherwise, they're violating, I mean, they're violating our rights to begin with. But what we're living in, the society that we live in today, we must realize when we're living in this society today, the Supreme Court is the supreme rulers of the universe, and the Supreme Court has held as specifically as you can get a holding. I mean, I don't, I've read thousands of Supreme Court opinions, and I've never seen one so perfectly tailored. And what's amazing is you actually have to thank 
the liberal justices for this. I know that's going to chap some people's hides. You actually have to thank the liberal justices for keeping contact tracing. I know they're, they're probably not happy that their opinion is going to be used in contact tracing, but uh, to, to end contact tracing using your cell phones, but this is the re- reality of it. The court declined to extend the third-party doctrine, a doctrine where information disclosed to a third party carries no reasonable expectation of privacy. Cell site location information, which implicates even greater privacy concerns than GPS tracking does, you have to have a warrant. What's interesting is JC, if uh, JC's probably listening as he's driving, but JC will remember this case, Carpenter v. U.S., because everybody reported how Gorsuch uh, dissented. The crazy thing is that Gorsuch's dissent was not in disagreement with the outcome of the court. Gorsuch actually agrees that our right to our cell phone data requires a warrant before the government can get it. He actually said that the, the, this majority opinion didn't go far enough to secure the rights and the privacy of the people with their cell phone data. And I wanted to read this, uh, this, this little section for you um, before, before we end the show today. He says, what's left of the Fourth Amendment? Today we use the Internet to do, almo- to do most everything. Smartphones make it easy to keep a calendar, correspond with friends, make calls, conduct banking, and even watch the game. Countless Internet companies maintain those records about us and increasingly for us even our most private documents those that in the uh, in in other eras we would have locked safely in a desk drawer or destroyed now reside on third party servers he says smith and miller teach that the police can review all kinds of this this uh, can review all this material on the theory that no one reasonably expects any of it to be kept private but no one believes that if they ever did so what gorsuch is saying is that i agree with the court that you have to have a warrant to search and seize your property even from a third party i just believe we need to abandon what we've been using as precedent and just step up and say it's the fourth amendment of the united states people And shall not be violated actually means shall not be violated. So Gorsuch is not disagreeing with this opinion. Gorsuch is actually saying the court did not go far enough. So the the last case, the other case, he talked about the GPS locator. This is a case in which Scalia wrote the majority opinion. This is where the court affirmed the judgment of the lower court and held that an installation of a GPS tracking device on a vehicle without a warrant constituted an unlawful search and seizure under the Fourth Amendment. Now, why did I bring this up? Okay, this is Jones v. U.S. and the GPS tracking device on a car without a warrant is of seriously you got to say that out loud is an unconstitutional violation of somebody's rights it's amazing to me that we actually even have to have these conversations that's how far removed we are to understanding the principles of liberty and property rights but remember they said in carpenter 
that using your cell phone to track your location is more egregious than sticking a GPS device on your vehicle. It's worse than that. The last case we're going to talk to because we learned from our county here, Hillsborough County, that they're also going to be using drones with heat-seeking technology that will look through the walls of homes and businesses to determine how many people are in a home so they can investigate or in a private property and investigate the uh, investigate the gatherings, okay? But this is another Scalia decision. This one is... Um, This one is Kylo v. United States. In a 5-4 opinion delivered by Justin Antonin Scalia, the court held that whereas, whereas here, the government uses a device that is not in general public use to explore details of the home that would previously been unknowable without physical intrusion, the surveillance is a search and is presumptively unreasonable without a warrant. These drones that they want to fly around your neighborhoods to determine how many people are in your home. If you have a crowd of people in your home or a crowd of people in your business. The Supreme Court has already held specifically for the government to use that data, he said, is presumptively unconstitutional without a warrant. So if they want to track the number of people in your house by a heat signature, they must have a warrant for every single house. So what's different in the Hall house? All this information is in our hearts and our souls. What's different in the Hall house than those poor Russians in Canada? Number one, those people would have, those officers would have never come in my house. Never. Never would I have consented for them to come in my house. I would have said, you'll stand here on the front porch all day if you want. I hope you brought a sandwich because you're not coming in here without a warrant from a judge. And you better be ready to do what it takes to take us into custody. And God help us if you come after our child. God help you. Because this is America. And we lived through this once. In 1774. We lived through this from 1760 to 1774. And in 1776, we declared no more kings. So guess what, people? We're done. We're not doing this anymore. So stop it before it happens. Stop it before It happens. Let me read to you this quote from Winston Churchill, because I can't think of a better way to end the show. If you will not fight for the right when you can easily win without bloodshed, if you will not fight when the victory is sure and not too costly, you may come to the moment when you will have to fight with all the odds against you and only a precarious chance of survival. Churchill said there may be even a worse case. You may have to fight when there is no hope of victory because it's better to perish than to live as a slave. 
I know we went a little bit long today, but I want to thank you for your extra time. This is a teach show and not a talk show, so we can't always be stuck to it. This is so important. This is so important. We are not Canada. We are not Spain. We are not the European Union. We are America. We live by different standards. We live by different expectations. And we have a constitution of the United States in writing that declared 244 years ago that we are free and that no government has the authority to take that away from us. Now, that constitution, I don't want to insult anybody, is nothing but ink and paper. And if we, the people, do not stand up and guard our own rights, then we have got nobody to blame but ourselves. So let me ask you once again, make sure that you are teaching and living liberty first. I want to let you know uh, several ways that you can help us. Look, guys, we do this because we love liberty. Nobody is paying us. We have one sponsor, guys. Come on. We're looking for more sponsors. If you want to sponsor this show, contact us. We'd love to have you sponsor the show. But in the meantime, you can support us by purchasing the, uh, the T-shirts. JC is working hard with these T-shirts. Look at these. This one, is, this one is one of my favorites. I love this. I can't wait to get mine in the mail. I got, uh, I got 1776 reasons why liberty is essential. Here's the meme. Here's the picture that went viral. Where is this one? This picture went viral over uh, social media. JC, with the permission of the T-shirt, des- uh, of the, the, the designer, uh, we turned this into a, P- a T-shirt. We need to be wearing this everywhere. Peaceful noncompliance is not breaking the law. Peaceful noncompliance is what we the people engage in when government breaks the law. I am not breaking the law by going to work, people. I am not breaking the law by going to work. Since when have we devolved in such a society where um, opening your business makes you a criminal? Come on, people. Seriously. Thank you, Rick Carmen, for your super chat. You can also support us by becoming a student at libertyfirstuniversity.com. This is my favorite way because, you know, I'm a teacher at heart and we get a mutually beneficial uh, a relationship. You get the education, we get the support, and we're making new classes. I'm t- hey, guys. Hey, guys, I'm, I'm going to be filming a new class tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, filming a new class, so make sure you're watching. You can also support us by texting IMPACT2020 to 33777. You will then follow the instructions on your phone. It will send you to this website. You will then follow the instructions. You you can do a dollar a month. You can do $10 a month. You can do as many as you want, okay? So the more you give, the more money we get out of it, according to... um, these people so plus you can just go to chrisannhall.com and hit the donate button seriously we got a whole way for you to just if you don't want to go through all these things you can sit you can donate right now by hitting this button and going to our donate page here on on paypal go to donate i'm going to show you how to do this boom boom you can or you can donate by check right You can pay online. You can use a credit card. You don't have to give PayPal any money. 
you can uh, and or you can mail us a check by sending a check here. All of these ways keep Chris Ann Hall and JC on the air. And we are so very grateful for all your support. Hey, Nate, thanks. Uh, Roll Tide, Nate says. (laughs) We are. uh, uh, JC's not here to appreciate that. And we always appreciate your prayers and your support in any other way that you can give us. So God bless you guys. Remember, I'm going to be on, quite frankly, in just a few minutes. So when I sign off here, I'm going to break away, get a refresh on my tea, and then join us over at Quite Frankly. If you've never been to Quite Frankly, I'm going to show you how to get there. Just so you can see, Quite Frankly is a great, great show. He's got he's got more followers than I do. Um, but let me warn you, okay? So here's Quite Frankly on YouTube. Go ahead, and he's already on the air. He's live now. You can switch there. Um, but uh, Frank is not a kid's show. So there's your legal disclaimer, okay? So if you want to switch over, Frank is not a kid's show. We're a kid's show. They're a family show. Frank is not a kid's show. So God bless you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we will see you next time.